Peace, love, and light reflections. Thank you so much for tuning in to Easy Evolving Garden. I appreciate your presence so much. This podcast is dedicated to evolving the Garden of Eve through interpretations and by sowing seeds of the good word so that we can release the shackles that misinterpretation may lead to. Now, if you are new, what's up? I'm your host, Alicia. If you are returning, welcome back. Either way, if you're here, I know y'all ready and y'all hungry, okay? I hear you saying, come on, Lily, come on, Lily, let's eat. Okay, so wait no longer. Come on, y'all, let's eat. Peace. Peace, family. Thank you so much for coming back to eat with me. I got some treats for you. I cooked a new recipe today for you and honey. It is good. And the other day, that was some soul food the other day. This is some soul today, okay? I got some good word for y'all. And I appreciate your presence. Thank you so much for coming back to have a meal with me. I hope recording is meeting you in great spirits, fantastic spirits, magical spirits, everything you believe you are. I hope that this moment and this experience will reach you in. All right now, y'all, today we are going to be doing something a little different. I don't normally go over my daily devotion read, but I thought it may be important to go over that with you. And so we'll do we'll be doing that first. But as always, I'm gonna go ahead and give you a second to get comfortable, get your Bible, get you some water so that you don't have to get back up, use the bathroom quickly, finish or whatever it is that you need so that you can get comfortable so that you will be able to receive this message without any distractions. So go ahead, do what you gotta do, baby. I'm here, I'm good to go. I'm ready when you are, right? Okay. And so while we're doing that, while we're grabbing our Bibles and getting comfortable, today we are going to be working out of uh, the book of John, chapter 4. I'm going to make sure that we are in the right place here. I don't have my Bible set up correctly either. So I'm telling people to set up correctly and I'm not set up. Okay, so yes, we're going to be working out of uh, John chapter 4, and uh, the Bible titles the passage, Jesus and the Sumerian Woman, all right, or the Messenger and the Unaware Woman, and she's only aware, unaware because she does not see. Uh, see beyond her circumstances okay so hopefully y'all is comfortable again we're going to work in john chapter 4 20 or john chapter 4 verses 1 through 26 yep john 4 verses 1 through 26 let's go okay so i'm just doing an insert here I said that I was going to do something a little different today and read the devotional message. And somehow I had got distracted. And so um, let's go over the devotional message here before we go over scripture. Um, It says, May 18th, it says, come to me with your plans held in suspension. Come to me with your problems held out. Like, here go my problems. 
Worship me in spirit and in truth, allowing my glory to permeate your entire being. Allow my goodness to move through your whole body or allow my word to feed you. Trust me enough to let me guide you through this day, accomplishing my purposes and my timing, subordinate or supreme to your many plans or problems to my master plan. Your many plans don't got your many problems. Your problems, tell me you got problems. What is that to me? I'm God. That's what it's saying. I am sovereign or supreme over everything in your life. Your problems ain't got nothing on me, boo. Okay? And so it's saying the challenge continually before you is to trust me. Trust yourself. Keep coming back to trusting yourself. Okay? And search for my way through each day. What's best for me here? In every situation, you should be, what's best for me here? Okay? What is going to be best for me here and come from love here? Okay? All right. He said, do not blindly follow your habitual routine or you will miss whatever I have prepared for you. Stop getting stuck in routine. Live outside the box. Do something different. Do what you need to do for yourself to make yourself feel good. Because if you don't, you, you're going to miss my plan for you. Okay? As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Because this is your mind speaking to you. Okay? So, make sure you keep yourself positive. Because whatever you speak into your mind, your mind is going to speak back and create. In you. All right. Now let's get to the scripture. All right. So welcome back. Now I have came up with my own interpretation of the topic, and I titled this "The Promise or Sacrifice Within Ourselves." Okay. And so let's get right in it. Where's my pencil? Come on. I thought I was ready. Bear with me here. Okay, Okay. so verse 1, in the Bible it says, when Jesus, and Jesus is just the messenger, do not be distracted by the word Jesus, he's a messenger, just like Buddha, Krishna, all of them are messengers to, to bring the word to you, okay, so when Jesus or the messenger learned that the phrases, and I hope I'm saying that word right, but the etymology of phrases is separated, so when Jesus learned that the phrases had heard he was making and baptizing more disciples than John, that's number one, and that, that's verse one is saying, when the messenger learned that the separated ones heard he was molding and shaping in changing the minds of more believers than John, okay, or grace, because the breakdown of John means grace, okay, verse 2, through Jesus himself, or verse 2 says, though Jesus himself was not baptizing, 
but his disciples were. Or his messages were. Okay, his messages were. It wasn't him himself, but the message that he brought. Sorry. Okay, small interruption, but we are back here. And so it said it wasn't Jesus himself, but his disciples or his the messengers that he brought, the messengers that he brought. Okay, verse 3 says, he left Judah and went again to Galilee. That just means he left Judah, and Judah means the praised one, which is the mind. He left his mind in Judah. He left his mind in praise. So he left his mind in a good state. And he went back to Galilee or the drawing board. That's all it means. Verse 3 says he left Judah and went again and went again to Galilee. Meaning he left Judah. Judah's breakdown is the praised one. And we know that the praised one is the mind. Okay, so he left his mind in good in a good environment, he was he was good. So since he was good, he wanted to go help other people, and so he went back to Galilee, which just means the wheel or the drawing board. He's like, how can I help other people? Since I got myself together, there are other people that need help. How can I be of service to other people? Which is that is that's the true path of a messenger. To help other people after getting yourself right. Okay. Okay, so where where are we? Verse 4. He had to travel through Samaria. And that just means he had to travel through. And it says he had to travel through Samaria. And Samaria is just the observation tower. So he had to look from a different perspective. Okay, he had to observe the issues from a different perspective. Verse 4 again in the Bible said, he had to travel through Samaria. Samaria's breakdown is the watchtower. So this verse means he had to observe other people's issues from different perspectives. He couldn't view them from himself because if he viewed it from his high perspective, or from his chance perspective, they wouldn't understand him, and they would refuse his message. Verse 5. Okay, where are we? So he came to a town of Samaria called Sishar, near the property that... So he came to a town of Samaria called Sishar, near the property that Jacob had given to his son Jacob. I mean, to Joseph. Jacob had given his son Joseph. Okay? That just means, so he came to a town full of issues. Okay? He came to a town full of issues, which just, he came to a town, which is just, he came to a place that had issues that that needed observation. Okay? Called Sishar. Or the end. The end of all issues. Okay. Near the property or the bodies that Jacob 
Jacob just means may God protect, had given his son. And this basically is just saying they were passing down traditions, traditional thoughts. He came to a town where people needed help because of their suffering from passing down old perspectives traditionally, not breaking generational cycles. They were suffering from not breaking generational cycles, and the lack of breaking generational cycles made them had have negative perspectives, which made them create negative lives and made them live in hell or suffering. Stick with me, baby. Um, okay, verse 6. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, worn out from his journey, sat down and, and okay, so Jacob's well was there, and Jesus was worn out from his journey. He sat down at the well. It was about noon. I saying Jacob's well, meaning Jacob means may God protect the community effectively. Okay, Jesus was worn out. Jesus is just a messenger. Jesus was worn out from his path, sat, and he so he sat with his community. He was tired. He was tired of, of searching for certain people to help. So he found a community that needed help, and he just helped them. He didn't need to help certain people because the people that needed help would come to him. Okay, the Bible says it was noon. The etymology of noon means time for prayer. And y'all know we have went over what prayer means. Prayer means positive word. Prayer don't mean and not you know the stuff that you see, that you hear at church. That is for that is from pride. Prayer is a good word that you can feel and speak for yourself. It comes from you. Prayer don't come from somebody else. It comes from you. Now, you can be impacted by somebody else's prayer, but it doesn't come from you. I mean, it doesn't come from somebody else. It comes from you because your mind is only going to recognize your voice. It will only be changed by your thoughts and your voice. Well, that's not true. You can be impacted by other people's, but you can be impacted, like I just said, but but that's if you impact it from somebody else, that's not a, you're not living your own life, Okay. Honestly, with with truth. Living your life with truth is living from the God within you. Okay, so the Bible said it was noon, so it was time for prayer. Okay, verse 7. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. That just means a woman that was guarded, that guarded the observation, or a woman that was in suffering came to pray. Okay. And y'all just y'all just hear my notes. Okay. Verse eight. I mean we we still finishing seven. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Give me a drink, Jesus said, because his disciples had gone into town to buy food. And so Jesus saying, pray for me. I'm weak and I've lost my way. I feel like I'm suffering. 
Now, he already the messenger, so we know that his mind state is not there. But he sees that her mind state is, and he wants to connect with her. So in order to change the mind, he needs to, to do it in a way that she will understand. So he says, pray for me too, because I'm weak and I've lost my way. He wants to see where her mind is. So he's going to test her faith and see where she is and see if she's worthy of good words. Okay, so he says, I'm weak and I've lost my way. And then uh, verse 9 in the Bible says, how is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a Sumerian woman? For Jews don't associate with Sumerians. She said, and she's just saying, how are you, how is a Jew asking for prayer from a Sumerian? Or a, a, volunteer, a volunteer helper. Somebody that's nothing. She feels like she's nothing. She's unaware. She don't know nothing. Okay? And Jew just is a breakdown from the kingdom of praise. How is a Jew, somebody that already lives in praise, she knows that his mindset was different. So she's saying, how can you, how can you want a prayer from me? Somebody that's suffering. Jews don't need help from Jews. Healers don't need help from sufferers. Okay. And Jesus answered, if you knew the gift of God and who is saying to you, give me a drink, you would ask me and he would give you living water. So he, so Jesus is saying, if you really believed in the word of God or good and you knew of the spirit, then the message is right in front of you. Ask, then the message is right in front of you and is asking for help and understanding. And so if you knew and believed in the word of God or good, you would ask God for a good word or a prayer to give to me in my time of need. You would ask God for living words to move me. Okay, now he's saying this because he knows that these words are going to ricochet off the inside of her body. It's going to make her think. Well, dang, if I knew God, maybe he's right. If I knew God, I would ask God. I would talk to God myself. That's what he's saying, basically. If you knew God, you would talk to God. You don't have to go outside of the world to look for a word or to look for a sign when it's right within you. That's all you need to do is go within you. So if you see I need help, go within yourself to see what you can find within yourself to help somebody else. Because prayer is a good word. People think prayer has to be screaming and singing and all these extra words when you can just say a few sentences and that can be a prayer. Whatever is positive word coming from you that can be uplifting is a prayer. Do not be destructive. Okay, so 11. says, sir, said the woman, you don't even have a bucket. And the well is deep, so where do you get this living water? Give me one moment here. Okay, thank you for holding. 
I had something come up, but anyway, 11 says, sir, said the, sir, you don't even have a bucket and the well is deep. So where do you get this living water? Where do you even get this living water? Okay. And so that is just saying, she's just saying, sir, I don't have no positive words for you. My heart is empty and I'm suffering. Where, where could I even find such a thing? Where would I even find motivation for myself to give to somebody else? I don't have anything to give to you, sir. She's just being negative, like, because she's coming from, she's speaking from her experiences and from how she feels on the inside at that moment. So she's like, I can't help you. All right, it says, verse 12, you aren't greater than our, she's saying, you ain't greater than our father Jacob, are you? He gave us the well and drank from it himself. And so did his sons and his livestock. Everybody drinks from it. Okay? And so she's just saying, are you a follower of Jacob? Jacob is just a breakdown of follower. Are you a follower of Jacob? Jacob. And I heard he can pray good. Even He even taught others. And he feeds animals. He does everything for everybody. So... We all believe in him. He carries the key to everything. He helps us eat. He helps, and this could be the government. He helps us eat anybody that you feel you need in your life. This could be Jacob. Like, you know, he gives, he's the provider of everything. And anybody that's a provider outside of yourself, that's who she's speaking of. Saying, are you the follow? Are you a follower of Jacob, of like everybody else? Are you a follower? Okay. Verse thirteen. Jesus said, "Everyone who drinks from this water will get thirsty again." Meaning, anybody that follows another person's heart through another person's experience. Will will always be hungry, and and seeking peace again. You'll always be seeking peace. Okay. Anybody that follows the direction of another person without first listening to what's in every your heart will always be seeking peace. But whoever looks within themselves and decides to change for good through good will have everlasting life okay your heart will be revived or you will have peace and you can heal because you know the best you know the best for you you're the only one that knows what's best for you and once you start to release and open your heart this is when you will find the God in you Okay, find the voice of the God within you. <clears throat> 14. Says, but whoever drinks from the water that I will give him will never get thirsty again. In fact, the water that I will give him will become a well, a water springing, or a water springing up right in front of him, bringing him eternal life. Okay, he's saying, in fact, the message that I came to bring and that I carry within myself 
will give you the power to heal and, and hear the God within yourself. It will give it gives the it will give others the power to heal themselves and have everlasting life. So he like, wow, well, well, are you gonna follow uh, the message that that you only can get from a certain person? Like, let's say church, for example. We being real here. So, are you gonna go to church where they make you feel like? You got to come here so that you can understand what God is trying to tell you. Or are you going to follow somebody that's trying to break, trying to give you the power of self and let you know that that power that you've been seeking outside of you is already inside of you. You don't even have to go to church because the, the, you carry in the church with you. If you if you listen to my message, I, it will it will free you and give you the power to find God wherever you are. And, and receive peace and freedom from suffering. Let me get back to this. Okay. 15. Sir, she wanted to know now. She like, sir, the woman said to him, give me this water so, that I'm, so I won't get thirsty and come here to draw water again. Tell me what's going on. Tell me the secret. Right? So she's saying, sir, please tell me what to do so that I can stop suffering and live in peace. Because I'm ready to live in peace, too. Right? So she's, so she, where am I? Okay, so uh, Jesus told her, go call your husband and come back here. Okay? He's just saying, go reunite with your husband. Y'all, I'm going to let y'all know in on a secret here. Um <clears throat> We all have two sides of, on our brain. We have a defi- divine feminine and a divine masculine side of our brain. If you know anything about that, please go and look it up. Because the God mind is when you draw both sides of your brain together. When you connect the gap, when you bridge the gap. You bring the divine masculine and the divine feminine together and you work from your God mind. That is when everything is together. That's why you can't be pride and humble or um, because it's only one-sided. You have to work from both sides to live within God, and it'll show in your walk. It'll show in the way that you act. It will show in the way that you speak. It will show in your actions. So the things that you do will tell people where you're at in your walk. Okay? And this is how you're tested by faith. And, and God tells us to test people by in faith to see if they really are um, standing in the word of good. Because that's how you know if you can trust them or not. Okay, so where are we? 16. Or 17. Oh, no. Getting back to that. So you have to operate from both sides of the mind. You have to connect both sides of the mind. That's why I'm telling you all to look it up so that you can get the power yourself. So that you know which each side. I can give you a brief explanation of what defined feminine is. Selflessness, humility, love, compassion, patience, empathy, um, selflessness, thinking of others. But like the divine masculine, that that's a, it's louder. So that's going to be the part of you that's going to put your foot down. That's going to make things happen. That's going to be direct. The divine feminine, she's indirect. So she's the dark side of things. She does things in secret. She works underneath the soil. 
Okay, so she's the nourishment. And the divine masculine is the face of the nourishment. Okay, and when you put them together, you got God. You get the God of mind. Okay, so I hope that helped you. And if you need any extra help, hit me up. I got you, okay? Because that, that just lets me know that you're ready to learn. Okay. So it's saying, he said, go reunite with your husband. Elevate your God mind and gain understanding. He is your provider. Your mind is your provider and your co-creator in this life. You create him with your life. You are the body or the face of your mind you are the face of your mind i like that you are the face i might title this that okay you are the face of your mind okay 17 Excuse me. 17 says, I don't have a husband, she answered. She thinks she don't. First of all, marriage is first. Let's 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 do some math here. Let's bridge some gaps. Marriage in the Bible is really only speaking about the union between the divine feminine and divine masculine in the brain. It's when you marry the two sides together and bring your bring your head together or bring and revive your life you marry the two sides of the brain together and revive your life that is what marriage is but we have been misguided and taught that marriage is to seek outside now if you give somebody that helps you learn all this stuff then you are reaping the benefits of marriage but if you are just finding somebody to help you survive here on earth in your earthly realm you are only hurting yourself because you're not growing. And that's not marriage. Okay? And typically, that is what we have been taught marriage was. So everybody is like, I want to get married, I want to get married. And that's all marriage is here on earth. It's just earth survival because people are not strong enough to be by themselves. I'm sorry, and I don't mean I'm not coming at you. I'm telling you what the Bible speaks of. Or what the Bible says about marriage. Because the Bible actually tells you, if you are not married, stay single. Because marriage is really the union of the divine masculine and divine feminine in the mind. The God mind. Okay. Thank you, God, for letting me say that. Okay, so she's saying, I don't have a husband, she answered. You have correctly said, I don't have a husband, Jesus said. Okay, so in 17, they're saying, she said, I lost my mind and my discipline. She she said, I've lost my mind and my discipline. I don't have no husband. And he said, you're right. You have lost your mind and your discipline. And so you are unaware of the power that you hold within yourself because you have lost yourself. And you have adopted the ways of a follower or you have adopted the ways of others like a follower you do not live by the beat of your own drum 
you're not being true to yourself. You're not being or living a true. That's why you're lost. You don't trust yourself. And you're easily influenced. That's why you're lost. <clears throat> 19. Sir, the woman replied, I see that you're a prophet. Okay, and that just means, she's saying, sir, I can feel your inspiring energy. I can feel it, meaning she was being uplifted in his presence. He started to make her feel good just by what he was saying to her. She, she could feel it because you can feel the truth. And the Bible says to test people because you can feel the truth. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. 20. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain. But you Jews say that the place to worship is in Jerusalem. And that's just saying our ancestors or my people have always worshipped in a time of need. They only worship when they need something. But y'all Jews, y'all praisers, y'all worship in Jerusalem or the city of peace. Y'all always worshiping. So my ancestors or the people that taught me to worship, they only worship when they needed something. But y'all... Y'all always praising God. Y'all always worshiping God. Jerusalem is just in the etymology. The etymology of Jerusalem is the city of peace. Always peace. It's a mental calm. Serenity. That's heaven. Heaven is a peaceful mind. Verse 20. Oh, we already went over verse 20. Okay, 21. Jesus told her, believe me, woman, and an hour is coming when you will worship the, uh, or he's saying, trust me, the time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain or in Jerusalem. That's why I tell y'all the Bible speaks in metaphor. He's saying, one day people are going to be worshiping God. They ain't even going to be on no mountain or in Jerusalem, and they're going to be worshiping God. And where am I? Where am I right? I'm in my prayer room. I'm not on no mountain or in Jerusalem. Okay. Let's go where I went. Twenty one is just saying he told her her mind, her intuition. We all will be. He is just the the messenger. The messenger is the message. The bird. The the little birdie, you heard a word. I heard a word in your mind. The messenger is in your mind. You've been hearing this like in your mind. So she really having a conversation with herself. Okay, so she hearing something she never heard before. And she's being inspired by it. So he and the divine masculine in her mind. Okay. It's telling her, we we all going to be tested for faith in our reflection of every experience. Trust me. Everybody will be tested. Their faith will be tested. Everybody has to be tested. Okay? A time will come when you are no longer able to run. And, and you will break down wherever you may be in the, on this earthly path. Whether you in a volcano, a closet, a car, a road. 
wherever you be, you will be tested and broken down right where you are and brought back to God in, in, in life. Okay, rich or poor or in sickness or in health, nobody is exempt. Nobody. Okay, it says you Sumerians or or people that are unaware, they are unaware of anything from what they see. You y'all Sumerians worship when y'all don't when you do not know. Or y'all just worship whenever. I mean y'all worship when you need. Be and y'all only worship when you need because of lack of understanding, because you don't know and don't see the the importance of worshiping. We worship what we do know because salvation is from the Jews. Okay? We worship, we we walk by faith and not by sight. Y'all walk by sight. It's saying Samaritans, people that walk by sight and not by faith, do not understand because of lack of knowledge, because they do not see what, they can't see it because of they're being blinded by experiences. It's impacted their brain so much that their brain can't even comprehend inspiration or see love. Okay? He's saying, we worship what we do know. We've seen this before. Because our lives have been revived. We trust it. And so we will praise forever. Okay? 23. But an hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Yes, the Father wants such people to worship him. Okay? So the time has come where suffering will no longer be hiding from anyone. If you're not living right, you will be suffering and it will show. It will come out in your words, actions, thoughts. It will come out because you are being tested because you're not living in your truth. Okay, that's why people can't hold it together anymore. That's why you see people reaching for attention and uh, killing themselves, hurting others. It's because they're not able to hold it anymore. They're not able to hold the pain and they're being tested. God is testing them. And if only they were able to know that they can I know I can be what I want to be a if I work hard at it I'll be where I want to be <laughs> y'all know I love songs so whatever and just break out in song whenever all right so if they knew they could overcome the negative thought because it was just fear and fear is what is it here false Evidence appearing real. It's not even real. Because you can't, it's not even in front of you. It's in your head. It's hidden. But you bringing it out into life and experience. If you were able to overcome that, you would see that that's a lie. And you can worship wherever. And worship is a good word. Okay. So, 
he's just saying the time has come when suffering won't ever, won't be able to you won't be able to hide you won't be able to hide your suffering from anyone and people that live in truth of truth through good or good will know it will be visible people begin in all type of arguments can't even they don't know how to understand or can't listen to people or they buy they dying from nutrition because they're not listening to what their body needs or death don't nothing happen by accident and ain't no natural death ain't no natural death okay humans are supposed to live way longer than we do but because of lack of paying attention to yourself and losing yourself and distractions we die earlier than we're supposed to Okay. It says the mind seeks an open mind who is humble and ready to feel pain to change. You have to be ready to feel pain to change. And it does things. Matter of fact, when you argue and when you in an argument and somebody making you feel like you don't know what you're talking about. And so that might trigger you from when you was a child and nobody ever listened to you. And so you gotta, you feel like you gotta be explaining yourself all the time because people don't never, because you are right and people don't ever listen to you. So that's coming up. You can't hide it no more. And so that's that's a good example of what I'm saying here. Okay. Twenty four. So the mind seeks fearless people who are ready to feel pain so they can change. You got to get real about how you feel so you can heal, okay? Where are we? 24. Almost done here, guys. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Where's your spirit at? It's inside of you. So how can you be looking outside of you for God? How can you look outside of you for God? How do you go to churches and see God everywhere? The face of God when it's inside of you. See, the scripture is telling you right here, God is spirit. Spirit is where? Inside of you. Stop letting people fool us. We got to stop letting people fool us. <clears throat> God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. So that's saying God is God or good is already in you. It's in your spirit. It is your spirit. But to worship and gain control of your life and experiences, you must let go of your past and be honest and ready to work in good. You have to walk in your truth no matter what it is. I don't care if you done been in jail 50 times. I don't care if you done robbed a bank. I don't care if you done cheated on somebody, if you done had babies when you wasn't supposed to, whatever you may have ever done, it does not matter because God already knows because it lives within you. You can't hide nothing from God. That's why all these people are, all these hurt people are hurting people today and they're not able to gain control of our lives. Even when I'm having my situations in tough times, I'm being tested. And unless I'm ready to feel pain, I will not change. And I will just be a hypocrite. And one day when my mask fall off, I will be embarrassed. And then I'm going to have to get it together. 
Okay, that's how God works with us. And it's crazy. That's how it happens. People think that they can hide when this whole time has been within yourself. Like, when I realized that was, oh, my God. Instantly, I, I, I had felt shameful, but then instantly I felt better because I'm like, who should I fear? Why should I be fearful if God lives within me and he know everything that I've done? People outside of me don't know what I've done. He knows everything that I've done, or he is just the union of the male and female parts in your mind. The God mind knows everything that I've done because and, and he underst- understands me because it knows that I was suffering from lack of knowledge. And from the lack of the union between both sides of my brain. So, in essence, I have not been using my whole brain. I've only been using half of my brain walking around here sleepwalking. That's what that means. Okay, where are we? Verse 25. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, will he explain everything to us? Or he will explain everything to us. And and she's saying, I know the sign. I know the sign is coming. Because the Messiah is just a sign. The promise keeper. The promise keeper, your mind is going to send a sign. Whether it be you get sick. Whether it's you get on your deathbed. Whether it's you start losing all the people you love, you lost your house, you lost your money, you lost your job, your kids ain't acting right. These are signs that you need to get it right, that something has to change. That's God within you telling you that. And if you're not paying attention and using all of your brain, you are suffering. Or we are suffering because I know I have my moments for real. And it's tough. And it's even tougher when you don't have nobody around you that can help be the messenger and and, uh, put it back inside of you. When you don't have nobody that can see the God or good within you, it's hard to find it. Okay. So she said, I know that my sign and, and, and my promise keeper, my mind, is going to start giving me signs and and will shine light on all my my fault ways, my faults. So I need to see so I need to learn to live and walk in my truth. I need to see truth that God or good lives within me because I want to be redeemed too. I know my day coming. I feel it because I feel it right now. She's telling him. She's being vulnerable with him. I feel it. I'm suffering too. I know my day must be coming too. And I know it's going to shine lights on all my issues. And I and I want to live my life in truth and live through good in God. I want to be redeemed. I want my life back. The God and God just said to me, is saying right now the message is the only thing I have against you is the love that you lost the love that you had before you have lost the love you used to have for yourself you've lost it 
You used to know everything you needed as a child. Oh, I'm hungry. I'm crying because my my hair hurts or whatever. But now as an adult, we learn to fake all that stuff. So if we got a headache, we fake it till we make it. As adults, we fake it till we make it. But children don't because they hear directly from the God within themselves. And it doesn't allow them to hide anything, which is why they live in truth. So that's why the Bible tells us to be like children. Be like a child because a child is living from God or good. They don't know how to fake it. They don't know how to pretend. And so she said, I want my life back. She remembered a good day. She she wanted her life back. She wanted to be happy. 26, it's the last one, y'all. So Jesus told her, I, the one speaking to you, am he. Or... Jesus, the message that was in her, her suffering, looked up at her, basically, is moving in her, whether it's pain, emotions, whatever it may be. So all the signs at once start coming up, swelling up within her. Fear, anger, hate, love. She just got emotional right then and there. Okay? So the signs made her emotional. And the God within her said, the one speaking to you, I, the one speaking to you within you, is a reflection within you and the message that you need that will give you the power that you need. I am the one that will give you the power that you need. I, you, I am the one that will give me the power that I need. You are the one that will give me the power that you need. And as long as you follow what you, what the God within you is telling you is what you need. And holding yourself in truth and and mirroring, you know, becoming the mirror, what is it called? You can be a pastor, be your own pastor. Okay. And marry the two sides of your mind so that you can live from your God mind because you are going to be tested through your suffering to see if you are doing just that. And if you are not, do not be ashamed because there is a whole community that's willing to help. But the thing is, they will hold you accountable. So, If they see that you're suffering, if they see the signs that they saw within themselves, the messenger within them will not allow them to not help you. That's a curse. Empathy is a a blessing and a curse of becoming or being a messenger. We do not have it in our hearts to not help people. You can make us mad. Or, or when you reach a point like this, you can make you somebody will be able will make you mad, and it yeah, it'll move you. But through understanding in in the marriage of the two sides of your mind, you understand why they are doing that, and that you need to help them. Okay, so and, and with that being said, if I've ever came at anybody any type of way, you know. Just understand why I am and why I'm doing it because I love you. If I love you, I correct you. Because I have to correct myself. 
especially if I'm guiding anybody. I want people to live from the truth within themselves because it's going to give you power. Because if if I see you, if, if you're still not living in your truth, I know you're still suffering. And I don't want nobody to suffer because we pretend. Y'all, we pretend so much and so well. We got people jealous over what, uh, we got people on social media jealous of other people. You don't even know what that person had to go through to live the life that they had to live. Because everybody is tested. They might have lost their whole family, their job, might have had to live at a homeless shelter. And now that they found the God within themselves and married their two sides of their minds together and living from their God mind, they, because when you live from your God mind, you got power and and everybody can see it. So they getting all this recognition and all this love where they might got money or a good job or whatever, and people get jealous of them. And they're only jealous because they're not living in their truth because they're suffering. And so because they're suffering, they don't have the power to find or hear God within themselves. Do y'all see how all of this goes together? And so if one little thing is out of place, it can hurt everything. And so I just want God, I just want to lift some words, lift them up in prayer and in good words and good spirits. Because I know the person that is suffering right now does not understand that they have the power within them. They don't have to pretend because you know all, you know everything. I pray that they move beyond their pretending, beyond the imitating and find their own truth and know that God lives within you. You are worthy of love. Matter of fact, you are love with your beautiful self. You were made with love. And that's why God has to spank us to get us together because he's like, look, I put my spirit down for this. I get, I let you borrow my spirit. So if you're going to be out here representing me, you're going to have to get it together. Okay, so I pray that the person that needs to hear this was able to get the correct message out of this. I hope and pray and wish that you get all the courage that you need to uplift yourself and anybody that may be around you who needs help. I hope that you're able to give them the message that they need to find the power within themselves. Sorry, you guys, my daughter. I'm trying to tell me something. The distractions. Distractions come when you're trying to, you know, you're trying to uh, deliver a message, you know, and that's fine. We'll welcome the distractions and let them go. Do not hold on to it. Okay? And I pray that whoever needed to hear that also a distraction coming in to learn to walk. Let also know there is no perfect. Nobody's perfect. Everybody has faults. Everybody has done wrong. Everybody has gossiped. Everybody has talked about people. Everybody has done ain't did what they were supposed to do. There's times everybody may be lazy. Don't refuse to help their family. There are times for everything, and so just know that you are not unworthy because. 
you have faults and issues. That makes you even more worthy. That makes you even more special. Because God want God want to come help you. The person that is suffering, that makes you even more special. Because you need love even more. The more suffering you're in, the more love you need. And I'm here to tell you, once you decide to take that leap, there's a whole community that will praise you in your downfalls and your suffering. You suffering? Yes! I know something good going to come out of this because you are around the right people and they're going to help you and give you the motivation and love that you need to see the love that's within yourself so that you can recognize, hey, this is not me. What kind of energy is this? Because I don't accept this energy. I bring love and peace, and that's what I've adopted in my life. And so I don't accept negative energy. Where is this coming from? You'll be able to look at life that way and go and cleanse your energy and get back to yourself because you know you are love. All right? Y'all are love. Okay? Don't ever forget that. All right? And so with that being said, I won't make this video too long. I hope you guys were able to feel this message. Not here. I don't care if you heard it. I want you to feel it. Because when you feel things, you can heal things, okay? And I was supposed to start off my uh, devotional today with the message that came with this. And so, I don't know what happened to that. But I hope that this message reached y'all in good spirits. And I hope that it's able to to reach something within you so you can feel and hear God, okay? And and I hope you come back for seconds, all right? I love y'all. Peace.